0: Welcome to the Intentional Leaders Podcast with Cindy Wetland. This is episode 28. Are you an imposter? Hi, I'm Cindy, an educator, certified coach, and passionate learner on all things leadership related. It seems like just yesterday I was fresh out of grad school, wanting to make my way in the world, longing to make a difference to people, to team, to the business. Little did I know how challenging it would be. right. The classic definition of an imposter is a person who pretends to be someone else in order to deceive others, especially for fraudulent gain. Holy smokes. And you know what? I think of great leaders that I've known and worked for, and none of them fit that description. Then why do so many people that I work with today and in the past feel like they have imposter syndrome? And even more fascinating about this pattern is all of these people are extremely high performers and very successful. So what gives? What's going on? Psychology Today describes imposter syndrome as people who believe that they are undeserving of their achievements and the high esteem in which they are, in fact, generally held. They feel that they aren't as competent or intelligent as others might think, and that's soon enough people will discover the truth about them. Just let that ruminate a little and think about that. Why do we doubt our capabilities and our achievements and worries that others will find out that we're not really as competent as we're perceived to be, that the image that we've created is just that, an image, possibly or particularly born out of luck, not skill. Also, what Psychology Today claims is that about 30% of high achievers may suffer from this syndrome and about 70% of adults may experience it at least once in their lifetime. What about you? Have you? Well, consider the following questions from the Clance Imposter Phenomenon Scale and see if any of these resonate with you. I give the impression that I'm more competent than I really am. When people praise me for something I've accomplished, I'm afraid I won't be able to live up to their expectations of me in the future. I'm afraid people important to me may find out that I'm not as capable as they think I am. Sometimes I believe or feel that my success in life or my job has resulted from some kind of error. I worry about not succeeding with a project or examination, even though others around me have considerable confidence that I will do well. Okay, well, I mean, some of those actually really do resonate with me. I think I'm gonna have to go out and take the whole thing, that whole quiz. Of course, once I know things like this and once any of us know stuff like this, it's really about what do we do about it? If some of us feel like we experience this sometimes or frequently, the important question is what do we do about it? How do we overcome it? I would, of course, say work with a coach because I'm like a coach. And of course, a coach helps you see yourself as you are and creates alignment in your authentic self. Very recently, I hired a coach for a specific competency I wanna learn. And that rang true for me. She helped me to discover and unpack a lot of beliefs I had about myself that actually she helped me find evidence to the contrary. And I think one of my joys is working with people To figure that out as well, identify their strengths, find evidence for their accomplishments and to reflect on them, honor them and continue to seek out and align to more of this authentic mindset rather than feeling that we're fraudulent. And sometimes that takes someone else to help us through that. This is key to changing our view of ourselves. We have to look for evidence to support our successes rather than looking for evidence or ruminating on the doubts that occasionally affect us all. Maybe we ruminate on the fear that we've just been lucky or that we were in the right place at the right time, that we've had the right connections. We're a fluke. And change this mindset we must, because if we don't, we can stifle ourselves. We may not pursue that opportunity that could be the role of a lifetime. We may not accept that next new challenge, thinking that based on our quest for perfection, we just may fail. Additionally, these limiting thoughts keep taking up precious headspace. I don't know about you, but I don't feel like my brain has enough space in there to use in such a Unconstructive manner. I've got a lot more things to do that are more constructive and more creative. Those are the things that I want to focus on. Also, to counter the feelings of inadequacy, we may also engage in practices that just don't serve us. Maybe we work extra hard or we work longer hours, striving for perfection, holding ourselves to an unattainable standard and at a level that doesn't serve our health or well being. And one that doesn't also serve as a role model for others. What if we actually were more transparent and vulnerable in these areas that challenge us rather than hiding our authentic selves? Because we fear that we'll be discovered as a fraud. I mean, think about this. Consider the people that you are closest to from a work perspective, the people that admire and respect you. If you tell them that you think you're a fraud, Do you think they're going to agree with you? Like, oh yeah, oh my gosh, (laughs) you totally are a fraud. Now I see it. All you had to do is tell me. I mean, can you imagine that? They'd probably start listing off all the amazing and wonderful skills that you have and your accomplishments that you've made, ironically, believing in you more than you believe in you. And isn't that a little problematic? Because again, if we don't believe in ourselves, how much will we risk? How many significant challenges will we take if we fear failure? And I know, I know, I've been there. I can look back on some very clear past examples in my career when I've indulged in this type of thinking. It didn't serve me then, and it doesn't serve me now. And I remember one specific opportunity that I said no to because I didn't think I was up to the challenge, and I thought other people would discover it. You know what I discovered? that I resented and regretted not taking that challenge. And when I look back on it, on my fears of myself. So to overcome this phenomenon, here are some considerations. One is listen to what your brain is offering you about yourself and frankly, tell it to shut the hell up. And I mean that because our brain offers us all kinds of negative thoughts about ourselves and we do not have to believe them. Second, change your mindset to be more growth-oriented. People with a fixed mindset tend to believe that they need to be perfectionist and prove their worth. Take a peek at podcast number four. That's one of my most popular ones about choosing growth and explore that for yourself. Third is network with other people. Be vulnerable and transparent about the challenges you're having. And you know what? You're going to find out that other people have the same ones. I tell you what, in leadership class after leadership class, this rings true. It's very rarely when people say, oh, my gosh, you have that problem? I don't. (laughs) I'm super good at giving feedback and handling challenging situations. It's mostly people say, oh, my gosh, yeah, I'm not good at that either. Number four, accept praise and compliments and recognition with genuine sincerity and gratitude. It is horrible when you give someone a compliment and then they just dismiss it. Don't do that to people. I'm working on that one myself. Don't do that to, to yourself and don't do it to others who are giving you that praise. And then the last one is be deliberate about reflecting on your successes and accomplishments Noting in particular the efforts and the strategies you use to achieve them. Highlight your skill. That way you'll know what were the things that worked for you and that it was not luck. It was you. Most of all, believe in you as much as others believe in you. This is something recently that my coach taught me. I had an aha moment at one point in our coaching experience when I thought, oh my gosh, she believes in me more than I do. And you know what? I turned it around and I thought, no, I'm gonna believe in myself even more because you know what? I've done some freaking fantastic things in my life and in my career and so have you. So let's all honor what those are intentionally. And speaking of not being an imposter, I have some exciting news. This week, I launched my first digital course. It's called The Confident Leader. You can check it out at www.intentionalleaderscourses.com. That's one L in between intentional and leaders. Seriously, folks, check it out. It is amazing.